0: Ag State of Mind, episode 161. This week's episode of the Ag State of Mind podcast is brought to you by Mystic Lubricants. For a look at their full range of top quality products, visit mysticlubes.com. Welcome to Ag State of Mind
1: Since 1922, Mystic Lubricants has been providing superior performance and protection for farmers who demand the most out of their equipment. Today, Mystic continues to develop products in real-world conditions that are specially formulated to meet the unique demands of your specialized machines. They provide advanced protection for engine longevity and are the choice of people who make a living working the land. Learn more about Mystic products at mysticlubes.com. That's M-Y-S-T-I-K lubes.com.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of the Ag State of Mind podcast, a proud member of the Global Ag Network. I am your host, as always, Jason Meadows. And today, this is something I have been wanting to do for quite some time now. And this is going to be a multi part series on lessons that I have learned from my father, uh, Charles Philip Meadows Sr. The last couple of weeks, months, honestly years, if I'm being totally honest here, um, I've done a lot of reflecting on my dad. My dad's in the last part of his life. My dad's, he'll be 87 in March. And, you know, we're spending the holidays with them quite a bit. And I I recognize that he's not gonna be here much longer. And that's really hard for me because my dad's my hero. My dad's the single most important influence in my life outside of Jesus Christ. And I am so thankful for all the lessons that he has taught me and all the good times him and I have had together and all the, even the hard times that he's helped me get through. I appreciate my dad so much. He is just an incredible man. Far from perfect, but an incredible man and an incredible example of me of how to be a good husband, a good father, a good leader in my community, a good businessman, a good farmer—all the things that I find most important to me—he was the main, primary influence on that. So, the the kind of what I'm gonna do here is go through the la- next couple of weeks with lessons that my father has taught me over the years and how they've influenced me and how they've impacted me. And the, the, the inspiration for this podcast actually came from a couple of years ago when I was listening to the John Maxwell Leadership Podcast. Uh, for those of you who don't know John Maxwell, John Maxwell is kind of one of the original uh, personal development, uh, kind of self-help people, He's just an incredible, incredible guy. I know our friend Addie Yoder, uh, she was guest on episode 100 of the podcast. She actually went to the John Maxwell School for Leadership Coaching. Uh, so she she's very familiar and lots of people are very familiar with John Maxwell. Uh, he's just a, an incredible guy. And he did this um, last year, I believe, or maybe it was two years ago. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. Uh, lessons Learned from His Father. His father was. I honestly don't remember if his father had already passed away or was, or had recently passed away or was, or what the story was of why he did this, but uh, he wanted to honor him by going through. He, I think, had a four part series of what it was like. Growing up and what he had learned from his father, and I just thought, man, what a cool thing to do, and what a cool honor to do for, for his dad. And I'm like, well, as somebody who has a podcast, that's I feel a certain duty to do that for myself. Uh, so the next couple of weeks, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be diving into the lessons my father has taught me on how to be a man, uh, how to be. Uh, to treat people, especially the people closest to me, uh, because he was so good at it. And I I learned so much from him. And I'm going to dive into that here starting uh, by the first thing I'm going to do is kind of tell you a little bit About my dad. My dad has a. (laughs) I don't want to get too detailed in it because it's very. I mean, I could make a an hour long podcast just on my dad's life because he just had did so many things. But uh, my dad is actually my dad's. Like I said, Charles Philip Meadows, Senior. He's born nineteen thirty six in Crothersville, Missouri. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with the geography of Missouri, Crothersville is the most southern town in missouri it's at the very tip of the boot heel right on the mississippi river um it's a uh, cotton farming uh crop farming just uh you know an, kind of a, one of the honestly one of the most southern places i've ever been uh, it's just uh it was a, uh, it was a very interesting place um my, my grandpa, my dad's dad, uh, Gus Meadows, he had an upholstery business, but he was also a sharecropper. He did lots of things, uh, I think, was, and was kind of like the inspiration behind why my dad did so many things, um, but my, he was in the Navy in World War II, and then after the war, when he moved back home, he went to school on the GI Bill, and that's when they moved up to what is what was called Safe Missouri, which is just outside of St. James, uh, Safe is a small township that uh, is no longer really in existence anymore Um, but it's uh, that's where they moved first and you know to get the my grandpa sought opportunity for us or for his family. And he saw, saw that that opportunity lied up here in the Nos- Northern Ozarks rather than down in, uh, the river bottoms of Carothersville. And gosh, man, I'm thankful for that move that he made because I love it here. Um, you know, my dad started to go to school. He went to school, mostly in a one room schoolhouse, uh, but he did, um, eventually start to go to town in school in st james but he didn't last very long he went to school till about the eighth grade uh, and then he had to, he quit and went to work and he had a number of jobs. Uh, he was a bartender, he was a service station attendant, he worked on the river dikes. he uh, worked in a shoe factory. In fact, that's where um, him and my mom first, that was one of their first, or I mean, I think it was their, was their first job together after they got married, was they both worked at the shoe factory in town in Cuba. Um, and then he was a cattleman and a sail barn operator. Uh, land developer just all these things that my dad did over the course of his of his life were just uh, just an incredible the and i think it's why the spirit of entrepreneurship lies within me and not just me but in all of our family Uh, it was very highly inspired by our father Um, back up here how he met my mom Um, first time my dad met my mom he was a he was a bartender at a, a club you know, on Route 66. You we know, where we live, or right, live right off of Route 66. And there was this club called Camp Highlight. And my mom, my dad was a tending bar. And my mom was actually there on a date with somebody else. And that's where my mom and dad met. You know, I don't know the particulars of how that all went down, but that's where they met. And my mom was uh, obviously str- uh, stricken with him, and uh, they married in 1958. And uh, that rest is history. And so I, my first lesson from my father that I'm going to talk about is he taught me so intently how to treat a woman. You know, I talked about my mom and dad being married. Um, they were married in 1958, so uh, almost 65 years. Then January, will be 65 years that uh, my mom and dad have been married. And, you know, I'm going to take, for anybody who can go through the things my mom and dad went through, raise a family, really, honestly, three families, kind of, because I had my oldest sister oldest siblings, my oldest brother Chuck and my sisters Lynn and Vicki, they were all quite a bit older than me. My brother Chuck is 25 years older than me. Uh, so my dad raised, mom raised them. And then eight years later after Vicky was Jeff. And then after Jeff, 13 years was me. So my dad always jokes that he had three families within the same marriage, uh, which I mean, honestly is kind of true. And we all had different experiences. And, you know, it's really interesting that all the things that they were able to do throughout their years uh, as a married couple and the diversity of what life looked like throughout all of those, um, everything going down. The most important thing, like the most vivid thing I remember is my dad telling me specifically why marriage has worked for him, been successful, how him and my mom have been successful as a married couple, and how to really treat the woman that you love and man it's been one of the most influential things on my marriage is how my dad has always treated and saw my mom and my favorite times with my dad were when i was late high school and then throughout college i came home on the weekends from college and then spent the summers of working with my dad. And my favorite times working with my dad was just riding in the truck with him, going place to play, feeding cows in the wintertime, hay fields in the summer. And then just in the morning time, getting up and going to the coffee shop with my dad. And those were my absolute favorite times of my life uh, with my dad, of my time spent with my dad. Uh, and that's kind of really the times I tried to soak in so much from my dad. And... I remember being at the, we, we used to go drink coffee, which is hilarious. Now I'm, you know, now convert to the LDS church. And, uh, I, we don't, we don't drink coffee, but I mean, one of the biggest things that my dad and I did together was go drink coffee at the, uh, at the truck stop in Cuba, it was lost truck port at that point. And we would, there was just this group of old men that drank coffee with my dad and my dad, th- one day they were all just kind of complaining all the other guys were complaining about how much their wives spent at somewhere i think it was like at the beauty shop but getting their hair done getting their nails done whatever and all the other guys were complaining about that and you know my dad stayed kind of quiet he didn't say much contribute much to that conversation and then we got in the truck afterwards and you know we drove down the road a little bit and my dad says you know it really bothered me when all those guys were talking about how complaining about how their wives spent so much money on themselves said what I've learned is if a wife if your wife is spending money on herself to improve herself in any way whether it be hair whether it be nails or makeup or even jewelry or take it even a little bit further and something to um you know, that I can extrapolate it to something else and like self-improvement, personal development, whatever it may be, anything to improve herself. There is no, you have no business complaining about that because she's making herself better and she's a big part of the reason she's doing it is, is to be a better wife to you. And that stuck with me so much. I mean, I'm not even sh- marriage, wasn't even something that was on my radar at that time. Like I had, I was focused on school and whatever else, but like, man, it's like, man, that's a very profound thing to think about in a very uh, unique way of thinking. And something from, I feel like from my father's generation, not something that was totally a totally common way to think. And, you know, I'm so thankful for my dad being so unique and teaching me that lesson. Um, you know, and he just, he loved my mom so much, loves my mom so much. And they had just have had an incredible marriage and raised, you know, kids to do, I mean, we've all done really well. And I'm very proud of our family. And I'm very proud of my dad and and that he is my dad and, Just watch. I just never. I'll never forget all the times my dad would. He was notoriously a late Christmas shopper, but he always bought my mom just the greatest presents, and it was a big deal. I would always, a lot of times, always go with him, which is literally hilarious to think because I'm not like this. We go on Christmas Eve and get his get presents for my mom, like, and it'd be a ring or a jacket or something, just. Extravagant, and uh, he just always wanted me to go with him, uh, you know. So I think I think he knew what he was doing. He knew that he was, you know, kind of shaping me to to view how I treat women, how I treat the the woman that I love, especially. And you know, and I've really kept that in the back of my mind. Not on That's a that's actually not true. Actually, I keep it on the very very close to the front of my mind. And I, and my relationship with Carrie, uh, again, you know, I talk about all the things that spending money on whatever it is and i i'm 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 biased here but i believe that i have the most beautiful wife in the world both inside and out and i've learned to recognize and appreciate that and never take that for granted as my dad taught me to do Uh, and that's why i encourage carrie to do things that make her feel better whether that be getting her hair done getting eyelashes spending money on a course spending money to go get her yoga certification doing all these things that make her feel better make her feel the best about herself And to me, that has been one of the keys to the success in our marriage is always see that the other person, always see the value in the other person and try to really hone in on that and I, again, my dad taught me that about my mom, and I am so thankful for that, and I am so thankful for my dad's life, the influence that he has on, has had on so many people. Uh, He just is an incredible man, and I am just so thankful that he was my father. So, I hope you guys are Enjoyed this episode about my dad and the first lesson that I talked about that he learned that I learned from him. Uh, Look for this to come. I'm honestly not sure how many how many episodes I'm going to do on this. This is something that's super important to me. Something I want to get out as you know, kind of my tribute to my dad's legacy. Um, I I love my dad. I I wish he could be around forever, but I know that that's obviously not. Uh, not possible. And you know, from what I've learned, and from what I've read about uh, aging parents, is when it's all said and done, after all, after all is over, that we will always remember the good times that we had with them. We won't remember the times that they were ill. We won't remember the later parts of their life. We will remember the good times they had with them. And this is kind of my effort to ensure that that's the truth, is to reflect on the good times we had and the good lessons that we learned and all the things that he taught me about how to be a man, about how to be a father, a husband, and just... Uh, an overall decent human being, and uh, I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. I hope you find some value out of the lessons that you have learned, that I have learned from my father. Uh, again, a great man, and you know someone who's ending the near of his, nearing the end of his life, and uh, I just want to make sure and expound upon his legacy. So, all right, guys, have a great day look for this podcast to continue share this podcast with your friends please go out leave us a five-star review on apple go find us on patreon if you are interested in supporting this podcast monetarily you can i think the lowest tier is three dollars a month and that will just ensure that i keep doing this podcast have Continue to have incentives to do this podcast. You know, I use Patreon funds for new equipment, uh, for subscriptions, for things. Uh, So, if if that's something that you feel like you want to contribute to us uh, for as little as three dollars a month, you can go over to our Patreon page. Find that on agstateofmind.com/slash/Patreon. That's where you'll find us, uh, and if if you are so inclined. So, all right, guys, have a great day. I will talk to you next week. for listening to ag state of mind we hope this episode has encouraged you be sure to follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at ag state of mind and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on apple podcasts stitcher or spotify so you never miss an episode see you next week
1: Since 1922, Mystic Lubricants has been providing superior performance and protection for farmers who demand the most out of their equipment. Today, Mystic continues to develop products in real-world conditions that are specially formulated to meet the unique demands of your specialized machines. They provide advanced protection for engine longevity and are the choice of people who make a living working the land. Learn more about Mystic products at mysticlubes.com. That's M-Y-S-T-I-K lubes.com.